Invest in yourself or else. Today on the show, I have Bob Gentle, and we are both in the mastermind, and we wanted to share with you the wonders of investing in yourself and what it can do to your business and what will happen if you don't do it. Ready? Let's do it. Hey everybody, what's up? Sagi here and I am back with another show. This is going to be a great episode for you. We're talking about masterminds and investing in yourself and coaching and whatnot. And it's definitely a show that you must watch. I think whether you're a beginner or uh, even if you're already in some kind of mastermind, I think this will give you ideas on how you can grow and develop yourself even further. We're talking about tips for finding mastermind friends. We're talking about uh, where you're going to get inside a mastermind. We're talking about the different kinds of masterminds. How can I start? if you're just the beginning. Anyways, we're talking about so many things here that I think you'll enjoy. Let's begin the conversation. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Commit First Podcast. And today we have Bob Gentle again coming on the show. What's up, Bob? I am very excited to be here. Now, just a word for anybody that's watching or listening to this. Saggy's the high energy. I'm the contrast to that. I'm not even going to attempt it. I am, <laughs> even when I'm excited, I sound like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. So I'm sorry. Uh, but no, thank you very that. much for having me dude i love that i actually love that about you i think it's like it kind of like um differentiates you from a lot of the other influencers you have <laughs> like you come into the conversation and you're like you're like lowering everybody to the to not to not to a bad spot but to a good spot to like to the roots you're like everybody <laughs> let's connect the base here All right Bob. well <laughs> it's great to be able to spend time with you again so what are we talking about Definitely, Definitely. So today is all about investing in yourself or else. And um, I brought you on the show, Bob, just once again, because both of us are in the same mastermind at the moment with uh, Chris Ducker's Youpreneur Mastermind. And um, this is our second year. And um, although I haven't been as active, I've got to say, on the second year, just because um, shifted hours and I've been teaching at those hours a lot of the times, but I've, I've been here and, um, and, you know, we're in touch and um it's it's like i think a very important topic um to to discuss because as you know like not a lot of people invest in themselves um in in personal growth in masterminds and online courses and everything like that in coaching and um i think you and i are kind of like similar because we both came into the mastermind with like some kind of business right but we're, we've been trying out stuff and we we lacked the clarity of vision as to like what's our what's our message to the world kind of um and we wanted to do some major shifting in our businesses and you've done that um so that's why i, th I think like we both saw results from the past two years and we're both pretty clear on our message now um we both have the youtube channel going on but yeah. Uh, what's your YouTube channel, by the way, if anybody wants to search if for you it? Just, you just search Bob Gentle in Bob YouTube. Gentle. I'm super easy to find. Awesome. Um, so everybody, search Bob Gentle on YouTube and you'll find um, Bob's channel. Please subscribe right now. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to this channel or if you're listening to this, just go on to YouTube for just a second. Subscribe to both of our channels. I think like you'll get massive value. Um, and so as we're both up and comers on YouTube and we have the podcast going on and we have like the, um, like similar kind of businesses in that front, um, I think it was great to bring you on. Um, and, uh, before we begin, can you just describe in as short as possible, what you came in two years ago to Chris Ducker's mastermind with and what you, where you were at right now? Oh boy. Um, Okay, jumping in a time machine, if you met me maybe two or three years ago, you would have met somebody who's running a pretty good-sized creative agency focusing on the digital space. So I employed about 15 people, and I was done with it. I didn't enjoy it. I was working for all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. I would say yes to anybody. You could pay me to walk your dog. I would say yes to that. Um, it was unprofitable, unsatisfying, unfulfilling. And yeah, I made a good living, but I just couldn't imagine doing this for the next 20 years. Um, yeah. Now I'm really laser focused on, I want to bring value to a very specific kind of person. Um, and it's much more a mission than a business. 
which for me is mm. yeah. that's where the fulfillment is i think once we all connect to our kind of like we align the mission with what we're doing in business it's like you know massive yeah. growth um and and you know sometimes it's hard for a lot of people i guess like listening to the show watching us is like you know it's hard it's um i think both of us kind of like again we, we talked about that term clarity of vision and i think it's what we both lacked when we kind of got into the masterminds um I don't know about you, I actually had um, an item on my vision to have clarity of vision. <laughs> so it was like an item on my vision to have clarity of vision, to get that. And that's when I joined Chris Tucker's Mastermind for the first time. I think for me, this is something I've only recently become fully conscious of. Is we see other people taking a direction in their business and we assume that everybody's motivation is the same. So if another person who does what I do seems to niche in a particular direction, you think, well, why am I not doing that? Right. But realizing people niche for different reasons. People focus on different things for different reasons. Right. And it boils down to usually not one of three things, but a combination of three things. And it's like a what I'm starting to think about as a, a niching key or a, mm. yeah, a niching key. People will niche or focus or find a path sometimes it's purely because of money they want to make a lot of money yeah. so they do a particular thing or they're niching or focusing on following a passion and that's okay if you genuinely feel that you could spend the next 20 years becoming the guy for that thing yeah or it's because they want to have an impact a particular impact in the world mm -hmm. but usually it's a combination of those three that's what i would call your niche key and for me, understanding that, that my path is going to be unique to everybody else's. I don't have to have the same reasons. It can be unique to me. Yeah. And that that's just okay. It doesn't have to be about money. Yeah. That for me was quite liberating. So just to, just to kind of grasp that, uh, right now you are, um, you also renamed your podcast, right? So yeah. the personal brand um, podcast or. Yeah, the, the personal brand entrepreneur show entrepreneurship yeah so it's it's all about building a personal brand and that's kind of like what you've been doing you've been teaching people how to build a personal brand you had the creative agency to help people build their brands um you know but now it's like this is laser focused so what so with all the and it's going a bit off of our main topic which is masterminds but again mm -hmm. it's connected because that's your that's your insights right so what's your specialty in the niche of personal brands well, when I talk about niche and key, I came to the realization my mission is to help people who want to have an impact in the world. I want to facilitate and empower change makers and the people who help other people with transformations. I want to support world change. Mm -hmm. The best way I can do that is by helping people uncover their zone of genius and get it in front of the people who need it the most. Every business is a value exchange. I have something that's a value, the zone of genius. Somebody out there really, really needs it. So how can we yeah. bring the two together? Yeah. For me, I want to work with people who want to help people. So I'm focusing on the personal brand, the expert, the author, the change maker. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my niche. So when I talk about personal branding, this is simply how I wrap that up. It's personal brand, expert business. Um, what do you need in order to get from where you are to where you need to be? How are we going to help you understand your zone of genius? How are we going to wrap that up in some products and services? Yeah. How are we going to get that in front of the people who need it? So uh, uh, th there's a couple of things here that, you know, right? I just want to like clarify, right? So when you came into the mastermind, you kind of, you had a business. You knew you wanted to take it in a different direction. Um, you kind of had that passion to go with the personal branding already. Why haven't you done that? It's And this, this is where the mastermind element comes in because I didn't know that that was what I wanted. Okay. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, you need to be in the right place to make the play. Um, and I wasn't in the right place to make that play. Mm -hmm. One thing I've really learned 
and this is almost getting off topic again, but it's kind of important, that you only learn when you're moving. You can only course correct when you're actually on a journey. If you're standing still thinking and making plans all the time, you're not learning. You can't course correct. You can't learn from your mistakes and your experience. So the best way to get towards your goal is to start moving. When you start moving, you'll understand, whoa, I don't like this journey. I'm going to move over this way a little bit. I'm going to do this instead. And if you're on a journey, fellow travelers are the key. Other people on the same journey, you can share the pains, you can learn from each other's experience. And this is where the mastermind really accelerated everything. Yeah. An important thing that I just, I realized this just two days ago. I've, I've been running my business probably for 20 years. And for most of those 20 years, I was stumbling and bumbling, making it up as I was going along and not really achieving very much. And I, I was looking at my bookshelf because I'm packing. You can see everything that's normally behind me is in boxes right now because I'm mm-hmm. moving soon. Yeah. And I was looking through my books thinking, there's some big gaps here. So I was thinking, I've, learned, I've loaned books to a lot of people, but I don't know what they are. And they were important to me because I gave them to people. So I went back through my Amazon order history and I realized five years ago, I started buying books and this is what is the seed of investing in myself. Um, I started buying business transformation books is the way I'll sum it up. Self-help is, is too vague. It was really focused on business, personal development. Mm-hmm. And that's when my business started to change. And the more I invested in that knowledge and the questions that came out of that that's when my business started to change Mm -hmm. and in the last two years it went crazy because i added masterminding on top of that um and yeah so yeah okay so i i just want to kind of get to a few things like first of all the, the first thing you said you start with books i i by the way also start with books um i think personal development is a thing you get into by investing mostly the time in reading and learning, right? I mean, I don't know where people are here on the journey listening to the show right now, but you start that with the learning, the, the like it's major, it's not a major investment, you buy books. Um, but the books have a massive effect on you and, and you, start, you start getting into understanding that there's more and those people can, you know, you start learning about maybe masterminds or communities that you're part of that offer you some kind of stuff. So, but the books, what they do is they make you reflect, hmm. right? They make you reflect. They're like, okay, how do I learn about this, you know, in what I'm doing in my business and how do I apply it? So, um, and so I'm just writing something here, which is like, it makes so much sense also from the book's perspective, but also from a mastermind. When you invest in yourself, the first thing you have to do is that initial investment, right? You're like you're making the investment. The second thing that comes up for you is reflection. So you now can reflect on you. I mean, you invest, you gain knowledge, um, and then you get basically to reflect and then you get to apply. Yeah. And whatever you apply, because now you're moving and you're moving in action, like you said, it's like you get clarity. And when you get clarity, you can tweak. And when you, when you tweak, you know, your business to just even like, you know, a few angles to the, you know, few angles east, you know, but, but then you're on your way to your island, you know, much better than you would have been. And then you do that all, all over again. And the bigger you invest, and I think like masterminds are like obviously the, Masterminds and personal coaching. Um, like the big, the more you invest, the more you learn about. You get to invest, gain knowledge, reflect, apply, and get more clear. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a loop. I think it's an interesting loop that we're just like uncovering here. Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you, like, about your your insights. What do you think about that? I think. What did it, I think there's there's an important element here, which is vision. Mm-hmm. That when you start to read the books you start to see a different possibility if you most people are quite isolated especially business owners they don't mix with other business owners very often or if they do 
business owners are turning one face to each other, which isn't very vulnerable. It isn't very honest. Yeah. It's yeah, I'm doing really, really well. Um, or they want to sell to each other. There's very little genuine, honest right. vulnerability. Right. Um, but it's being vulnerable and really open with each other. You start to see, whoa, hang on. When I look at what he's doing, when I see this guy is out there and he seems to be killing it, actually, he's now just told me he feels like he's faking all the time. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I'm faking all the time. Hey, now I know this is normal. Now I feel better about being out there. I'll, I'll push myself a little harder. Yeah. So understanding that other people have issues that you thought were a big problem, actually, they're not a big problem. They allow yeah. you to give yourself permission for a bigger vision of yourself. This is important because there are lots and lots of reasons why you can give yourself permission to not do things giving yourself permission to have that big vision and not worry too much about how you're going to get there, but just worry about what's the step you need to take now. What's, what's the, 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 the one step you need to worry about, not the whole plan. Mm -hmm. That for me has been really important that I'm, I'm a planner. I like to have a big grand vision. I know what all the plays are. I know all the steps and then I'll move. That's a problem because it doesn't work. Because the problem is, as soon as you take that step, you realize, oh, but hang on, the landscape suddenly looks completely different. Mm -hmm. yeah. this, this was so the six months I put into planning was a complete waste of time. Mm -hmm. Just plan one step, but know what the vision is and where you want to get. If you can plan that one step, take that step, you're a step closer. Even if the vision changes a little bit on the way, you still moved. Right. right. Definitely, man. Definitely. And, um, you know, I, I think going back to, the, you know, invest in yourself or else. I think there's something mm. to be like, man, so many people are just stuck, are not investing in themselves. I don't know why. Like, I don't know if you're listening to this. Like, if you have you ever invested in the mastermind? Have you not? Please write in the comments right now. If you're on YouTube, write in the comments on YouTube. If you're, if you're just, you know, if you want to just share with me privately or with Bob, just send us a DM on Instagram. Um, but I, I think, man, it's, um, there's something about investment which people fear and obviously it's the risk right it's the risk of putting money in place and will this thing help me or not help me um but on the other hand well let me hear your your take like why do you think people should invest i well i can only tell you from my experience since i started investing in myself in two things in knowledge and feedback and reflection there's two sides to this knowledge you can buy reflection actually you can also buy through a mastermind um, but that knowledge and reflection those are the two sides to growth and if you want to grow if you want your business to grow you're going to have to grow yeah. i had a guest on my podcast and she had a business making soap mm -hmm. now Anybody that's thinking, oh, I need to make a buck, maybe I'll set up a little business at home making soap. It's one of these things that you hear all the time. People try it, they make a, a little bit of money and then they get a proper job. And I want, but this person took that home-based business making soap and turned it into a $26 million business wow. in five years. And I wanted to know what made the difference how did you manage to take that same idea so many people have tried before and turn it into that business? And her feedback was, your business will only grow when you grow. Mm -hmm. And that growth doesn't happen nice. by accident. You have to be intentional about it. You have to go out and look for people that are trying to grow where you're on the same journey together. And this is why masterminds for me are so important. And it's important to remember as well, there are two kinds of mastermind. There are probably lots of different kinds, but for, for the listener or the viewer, probably two important kinds. There's mentor-led masterminds, and that's the kind of mastermind that you and I are in with Chris Docker, where mm -hmm. you have a guy who is very much further ahead of the journey, and he's, he's built up a verse, uh, what would I call this, a fluency in the journey. He knows the way very, very clearly, so he can see where you are, and you can say, you just need to take a step to the left and you'll find the path much easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's 
peer-based masterminds where there's a group of you are all in a kind of similar place and you're it's a very much peer-to-peer there, there's often no money involved you don't have to pay for this you can simply look for a group of people that are like-minded and just get started yeah. that can be incredibly useful as well so yeah, it doesn't have to cost money it really just needs yeah. that intention definitely definitely and and you know i mean yeah the title is investing yourself or else but you know investing yourself is also the time um and i can say that i have a few masterminds of of um like we're, we do it in whatsapp groups and of people that are like entrepreneurs and then we we meet sometimes it's uh i have like two groups two mass two different masterminds like that and we actually we meet sometimes to mastermind together we just met this other week on sunday we met for like in a beautiful place um at you know the, the dock of of here in herzalia and uh this beautiful coffee shop and just like we mastermind for like a couple hours everyone like breaking each other's business down like sharing our insights um and you get new ideas you get new mm-hmm. ideas it's amazing right and um and those become your friends because once you're I always see it as like we're on a boat in the stream and as an entrepreneur, like we are all born into inflatable boats in the ocean in some kind of stream. And then um, with our families, with our friends and everybody tells us, you know, you know what, just keep going on with the stream. But deep down inside, we're conquerors. We want to conquer island. And uh, they, t- they say to us, listen, the islands will be on the way. Just find an island that's nice, you know, along the way, climb that mountain, you know, that's it. Um, but we know not for sure, like most of our islands are outside our stream. The ocean is huge. And so what we have to do is we have to, as entrepreneurs, we basically break out of that stream and we start, you know, start rowing towards our islands. But, you know, we have kind of, that's what we're talking about, right? Like now, okay, where is our islands? What's the clarity? Like, where are we going? Um, and sometimes we just row away. We, at least it's away from the stream and we're trying our own thing, but it gets lonely in the ocean. So meeting like-minded sailors you know um just like hey you know where have you been like that you can maybe help me like you've, you've since uh, you know a few kilometers west a few kilometers east like where what can you tell me about your journey and like sharing that knowledge it is priceless priceless it will save you yeah so much time right um and so you're definitely right the free masterminds are definitely a thing i think well. they, they can be they can be a car crash and this is why it's important that is this all cliche as if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. Right. And there is a danger that you pick the wrong people. You maybe don't definitely. quite reach as high as you should. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. That happened to me once, by the way, mm-hmm. definitely in some kind of free restaurant like that. But it's all good learning. Yeah. Um, I think something you touched on there for me is the, the important thing is when we see business communities and we look out, we think, all these super successful people, they look really independent that they've just, they've just got it. But what we don't understand is the secret connections that bind them, Mm, that, that there is a secret, almost university out there that if you take the first steps towards taking control of your destiny, you take some ownership over your learning and your growth. Other people will see, okay, now he's earned the right to participate. Yeah. Um, especially when you're trying to do it online. It's a big global network of people that are right. on a growth journey. And even the sort of the big, what I'm going to say, these big internet influencers, they didn't get there by accident. They worked very, very hard on that. And when they see somebody that's trying and making the effort, the hand is reached down to help them. Right. Um, and if you want people to help you in business, you better be seen to be helping yourself. That's right. the real cost. Definitely. Definitely. So important. Um, I guess it touches on, on, on the mentor based, um, like masterminds. And I just want to, again, give some pointers and maybe you can help me think about those kind of things, but like, okay, people are probably asking themselves, so, okay, Bob and Sagi, great, but how do I now make sure that, you know, I want to form a mastermind. Uh, how do I make sure I'm in like with the right people? So I have a few tips and maybe you can add on top of that. So first I would say, make sure that you align the values. It's so important to align, align your values. For, for me, by the way, one of my values is like, I'm a giver, I'm a, I'm a resourceful person. 
So I, I will share and help and try to give resources to anybody I can. I will share even how much I'm making, my numbers, like everything. Like in a mastermind, I would share everything, everything on the table. I hate when people are not like that. You know, it's like mm. for me, I had, I was in a mastermind and some people are just like vague about it and they're so successful. Why don't you give away your cards? This is a mastermind, right? So uh, resourcefulness, resourcefulness and openness, I guess, is one. Um, the second thing is like the values in terms of sometimes it helps to have the same kind of status in life. For instance, I have one mastermind, which is like, you know, we're a couple of fathers, but you know, like, but one is not. And, and, but in one mastermind, we're all fathers. We actually call ourselves dadpreneurs. And that's like um, really something that keeps us together because it has that motive of us against the world. And I think, I think that motive of us against the world kind of like really helps. What's your take? I think you need to, to an extent, not completely, but you need to leave your ego at the door a little bit. Mm. Um, it's so easy to judge other people. Um, and I've got this really wrong many, many times. I think, oh, they're just, they're just running a, a silly little business. What I don't know is that silly little business is killing it and it makes me look like a tiny little fish. Um, so it's very easy to prejudge people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're not married to these things. And it, I guess there's, there's this whole thing of the fallacy of sunk investment, just because you've invested so much in it doesn't mean you shouldn't walk away. If it's the wrong thing and you know, then you know, trust your gut. If you feel like you're in the wrong room, don't hang around for six months or a year waiting to to decide okay yeah know what that feeling i had six months ago it was right but i've just burned six months waiting to take any action on it if you know you know so leave do something else but take ownership over take some action um but mm -hmm. this is another counterpoint to that i have found as much value in giving as i have in receiving and other people's questions can often have as much value as your own Mm -hmm. um so like like you said when you know you're in the wrong room you know that you're in the wrong room but sometimes trying to look well what can i give is actually more valuable than what can i get um but yeah, i mean it, it, i i just want to about that i just like i felt sometimes were being the giver that i am spending a couple hours with and that happened to me in a mastermind once in your like i was at a table and everybody was just like you know not just really really beginning level so i gave mm. out of myself i really enjoyed giving out of myself and helping i got nothing from those people like because they were not even close to where i'm at not to talk about the different businesses that were not even like you know not even connected to what i'm doing as a business so for me, I found that not helpful, although I was a giver and I'm not used to it because usually when I give, I feel great. But this time I felt like, hey, like a whole day of a mastermind has gone by. I got nothing. I gave, gave, gave. I'm wasted. I flew out to London for this and I got nothing. And I felt kind of exhausted and I feel bad with myself up to when I'm saying it now, I also feel bad like because like I'm, I gave, I should be happy, right? But I, I just, I feel kind of like, it didn't work at that time and i don't know why do, do you have any idea i i i do i mean the, the problem there is you have no control over the room mm. if because the kind of mastermind you're talking about where you're randomly at a group of people yeah and it, it could be somebody who's taking their very first step and even deciding if they want to start a business right um you might have a table of people like that who just are not in the same place yeah got it i there's two perspectives. One, you wasted your money. Maybe it's not a good investment to mm -hmm. essentially roll the dice is essentially what you're doing in that situation. Got it. Okay. But at the same time, you're rolling the dice. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Another perspective on that is what goes around comes around. And sometimes it takes a while. But I, I have a belief in karma to an extent your payback might come somewhere else. 
if you genuinely give at some point it's going to come back to you but 100%. i think if you want to have a little bit more control over it i think that's where really having a consistent mastermind that you work with on a routine basis mm -hmm. the the mentor type situation especially in the big mentor based mastermind groups it tends to be one directional to a large extent the mentor yeah is giving his advice to a group of people when they have questions mm -hmm. the peer-to-peer -peer help in that is quite loosey-goosey um you might get lucky occasionally you you might get unlucky sometimes this is where the peer masterminds can be brilliant and i'm in a peer mastermind which is just incredible nice where everybody in that group is kind of at the same place a kind of all going on the same journey and that for me is the gold standard that's just mm -hmm. awesome yeah. um, that's amazing and um i think so we talked about masterminds and i just to share a few so first of all in order to make sure you're in the right mastermind, whether it's mentor-based or friends-based or peer-based, right? Uh, there's a couple of things that we mentioned. One, make sure those people, you know, align with your values. If there's a clash, be aware. Two, um, make sure there's some kind of us against the world factor that helps. You know, I'm not sure, I'm not sure it's 100%, like if there's no us against the world factor, that would be odd. But I think there is some kind of us against the world factor in every mastermind that we are attracted to, I don't know. Mm. Um, next thing is make sure you're entering the right room. You mentioned that, I think such a small, uh, like it's it's like, it sounds innocent, but it's it's huge, right? Like make sure you're entering the right room. So first of all, make sure ahead of time that you have, how much control do you have, right? We mentioned that. How much control do you have over the people that you're going to sit with right now? If you don't have control, you just get in there knowing you're rolling the dice. And if you're rolling the dice, great. Be sure to, you know, be prepared to just give and, and let karma play um, or, you know, enjoy, um, you know, enjoy actually getting the, the right dice. And then also you mentioned another thing is like, make sure you're the small fish in the room. Like, Make sure you're, you know, you're, most people are bigger than you. That's what, I, by, the, by the way, I felt in Pat Flynn's mastermind. I was the smallest fish in that room. The only one from outside the U.S. We're just sitting there in that huge villa in San Diego looking at the beach. Everybody's like basically like kicking ass with their businesses. Like we have financially free people sitting next to me. Um, and I'm like just at the very beginning phase of my business. And Pat Flynn is now like out there just giving me advice. And I remember that because I was in so much, like I think actually say the truth, Pat made a, a, um, a mistake in a way, getting me in the, in the mastermind. I just, you know, looking back, I was the smallest fish in that pond. Um, I was not close to those people Maybe I will, I don't know, I've, I've been through things, but I've, I've like mindset wise, I was not there. Like those people are strong mindset committed. You wanna say something? Yeah, I do. And I think this is, you need to give yourself permission for that to be okay, because we're on a journey here. And if those people, right. the seeds of your relationships now were sown back then. Right. Um, and if you're constantly waiting for other people's permission to come into the room, it's never gonna happen. You need to For park sure. your ego at the door and be there to learn. You're there with your notebook mm -hmm. and that's it. Uh, yeah. e ego is a very unhelpful thing in this business. Right. Um, yeah, you need to be assertive. You need to have your game face on when you're working. But you also need to give yourself permission to be a student um, yeah. and to be ready to learn from everybody. But imposter syndrome. I am in the wrong yeah. room. Oh, everybody's better than me. Everyone's going to think I'm a fake. This is going to kill your business growth. For sure. More than anything. For sure. And by the way, I was just like, I was not feeling it back then. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, so I wasn't like beating myself up. But, um, and one thing that did happen, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I remember like a few times where I was not in the best of mindset and, and most of the people there held me high. And now at, at one point, I felt like yeah. I'm bringing them down. And that's when I started beating myself up. But it was like later on. But in that kind of day, sitting down at that villa, I learned so much. So I learned one, 
like one person's financially free and he's like, I'm financially free. Money is not my problem anymore. So now it's like my legacy is my thing. Like now that I have all the money I, I can have, now I actually want to think like, what's my impact in the world? What am I living here? It made me think bigger. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just thinking money now, but you know, there's a bigger thing. And the second thing is a very successful entrepreneur, like very successful. It says to Pat, well, I feel like, you know, I'm an imposter. I feel like I'm faking it. And she's like massively successful, but she's saying that. And I'm like, oh my God, it never ends, does it? <laughs> um, so that, you know, like, and that's something you mentioned as well in this conversation. You said, when you get into a mastermind, you hear other people's problems and that gives you perspective for what your problems are, right? Mm. Um, it, it's like everybody's problems is everybody's problems. And you learn that it's okay. Um, and I think that's an, you get permission to be like you are, you know, in a way. I think it's not just the problems of you also share opportunities and this is also extremely powerful. Um, something I was going to say, right. which really comes to it's, we make it sound very easy. Find a group of peers that are on the same journey as you, or you need to make sure you're in the right room. The truth is before you can begin, you need to just walk into any room. <sighs> you need to establish some kind of foundation network in order that you can have the relationships. You can understand this person and I we're in alignment if you've never met them, how can you make that judgment? Sure. So you have to walk into the wrong room first. Start Definitely. walking into rooms and meet your people. Definitely. And by the way, I just, it, that's also an investment sometimes. Mm. I mean, uh, I see that as free Facebook groups. Usually that's where you begin, right? You can get into the Upreneur Facebook group. It's free right now. Like you can just yeah. get into those communities and many Facebook groups as you can that are matching your values, your, your goals, your, you know, what you want to do in the world. Um, or hey, you can join my Facebook group. <laughs> a gentle Facebook group, everyone. Yeah, you'll, um, you'll find a link from my YouTube channel. Okay, cool. So, but what, what's the Facebook group for anybody who want to just jump into Facebook and, and search? Uh, you can go to amplifyme.agency forward slash insiders. Okay, I'll add that and to it, the show. <laughs> what's the name of the group, though? Uh, it's the Personal Brand Entrepreneur Show Community. Okay, got it. So again, personal brand entrepreneur show community, personal brand entrepreneur show um, for the podcast. And, um, and yeah, and you can also and, like, find the Commit First group on Facebook. And, you know, for, <clears throat> for me, I, I started by um, actually investing in some micro communities that are kind of like, uh, I was in Chris Ducker's, I uh, purchased BYLR um, and then Biggest Calendar Club by Jesse Itzler. And I, uh, I um, entered the artist syndicate um, of uh, Andy Frisella and Ned Milet. And so all these guys are kind of like just, um, I've been entering the communities of the people that I know that some of them are in my, and the 10X accelerator as well. Like I've bought into a lot of community. That was my strategy for last year. And I think it made a lot of sense. It, it, it made me connect with great people, understand which communities are not for me, um, and also um, kind of understand where, you know, which I connect to, I don't know, like it, it gives you more clarity. But again, mm -hmm. I was spreading why just for a purpose with a strategy to, to make the proper connections in the proper communities. Now, I'm in all the, like the Facebook groups and everything around that, um, except for the syndicate that they kick you out of. But, um, and, and now I'm like in this group of people and anytime I have content, you know, that is related to them because it's my content. Now I can post in those groups and the growth would be, would be shown, uh, but, but it's connections, definite connections. Mm. Um, and then understanding what is the higher mastermind I want to join later. Like what's the next investment? Is it going to be another thing with Chris? Is it going to be another thing with Jesse? Is it going to be like those kind of things? And I think it's a combination of, of all of them. You know, mm. um, but let's talk about coaching for a sec. Like personal coaching. Do you do personal coaching one-on-one? -on -one? I, I don't have pure coaching because my clients, they tend to need a combination of technical and mm. mentoring. No, I mean, so, I mean, like, I mean, do you get coaching? Sorry. Do you get coaching? Um, no, I don't. Not, no? not, one, not on a one-on-one -on -one basis because I, I honestly don't feel the direct need i'm very self-motivated i have a very clear path mm -hmm. um and i don't think i would respond very well to one-to-one -to -one coaching and i get honestly between all the the masterminds i'm in i have more than enough the great people mm 
Yeah. And we're very honest with each other. So yeah. I don't feel the need. You don't feel it. Okay. But I think, I mean, I have had it in the past. It was the right thing at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, I would contrast to that. Probably you could argue that every coach needs a coach. Mm -hmm. um, but right now I don't. Got it. Well, I'm, I'm kind of like on the, like I'm kind of like on the end of, I always have a coach for mm. almost everything. Um, I, I don't, I invest a lot in coaches. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just like saying I, I, ever since I hired my first coach, you know, Kevin Wayman who was on your show and, um, and he helped me build my business. I was like, Oh my God, you know, and the knowledge that you don't know that you don't know, and you can work one-on-one mm. -on -one with people. I'm actually really waiting to work with Chris one-on-one. -on -one. Like whenever that comes, any opportunity like that, I would just jump on it. Like, because, you know, it just, it's so valuable to work with someone on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis for calls um, with someone that can really give you the pointers. So it's like, if we say like there's a community of sailors in the sea that help mm. you kind of like, you know, I've been a bit west, I've been a bit east, then you can find a person, right, that was actually in the island that you want to conquer. And it's like, oh, just take it right over here. And mm. yeah. if, if I'm honest, to come back to this sort of, um, I don't know if this was when we were recording or not, but I, I sort of mentioned this Hal Elrod um, mm. analogy yeah. that when you build your personal brand, you, you better make sure it's the right one. Right. Um, I wasn't really very clear on what that was until quite mm. recently. I now know who I want to serve, what I want to do for them. Mm. I know how to show up for people now. Yeah. And I know the business model around that, that I want to support them with. Yeah. Now I've got that. Yeah. I probably, as I progress down here, I'll look, yeah, it's time to bring in a coach because I want to pour some gasoline in the engine. Definitely. I wasn't ready for that until now. Now I feel really, okay, I could power the engine up knowing that the direction is correct. Mm -hmm. awesome i mean that's exactly like i think for every state where we're at we can have we can find a coach i mm -hmm. and, and usually like when i say that opportunities get attracted I, I i attract these opportunities to me so for instance um in calvin's place it was kind of just i didn't really attract i reached out to him like after i, I listened to pat and jld I love this guy. I said, oh my God, I need to learn from this guy. I bought his book after the book. I said, okay, I got I to gotta have him as a coach or, you know, he has a, he had a coach. That's his story. I'll, I'll get in touch with him. And, um, but then like I was, I knew I was kind of like not as good with my financials at first with the business. So I hired a financial coach. I knew I wanted to build a community. So I hired a community coach. Those people up until today are some of my best friends and mentors, like, great mentors like I, i'm still in touch with them um so it's priceless the the connections um and then now so i had different when i lacked clarity i hired azul torrenes who's like the book whisperer this guy's like how do you like what book do you need to write and um and it wasn't for me as much as it, about the book as much as it was for understanding what's my value in the world what's special about me and the exercises I've done with Azul, oh my God. Like Azul, by the way, is like you with, when you start talking to him, there's like, it's not kind of like his voice, just his, his energy, just kind of like. I have, I've spent time with Azul and he is like some weird kind of Yoda. <laughs> just, yeah. just the cutest, nicest, yeah. most loving, giving, listening person you will ever speak to. Such a nice right, guy. Right, right, man. He's just amazing. I think something that, you said there is something I've heard a lot. I've, I think I've interviewed nearly 200 of the best personal brand business owners in the world from my podcast. And what you said there about bringing coaches in to help you with very specific things, to help you move forward and become excellent at something. That's something I hear again and again and again. It, it does seem to be one of the keys of really breaking through to uh, an outstanding business, not just a good business, but an incredible business, yeah. is bringing people in, in who have a proven track record at that one little thing. Right. And something else you said, you seem to attract, and I've been thinking about what attracts the right opportunities to you quite a lot. And my perspective on this has become that if you have the intention, if you know where you want to go, and you take any action towards that, 
at that point, you'll start to attract the people and the opportunities that you need in order to achieve it. Yes. And since I started applying that, it's crazy. You have to have the intention. You have to have the, the action. Right. And that, to bring it right back to the beginning, is one of the real benefits of a mastermind is you will develop the intention. You will have a group that holds you accountable to the action. And through that comes all kinds of synchronicity, opportunity, and you just start moving in directions you could probably never have anticipated. Right. Definitely. I mean, and it's, it's so rare that I don't know why it's so not like common, like I, I, for, for entrepreneurs to even know about masterminds, um, but it's out there. So if you're listening right now, I hope you learned something, you know, something new. If you are a member of a mastermind, then maybe you're now thinking about getting a coach. If you're like, by the way, my current coach is Tally Davis-Weir and she's like amazing. Um, I don't know if you know her, but she's like, um, no. she's, she's from Ohio. She's, um, uh, she's the most grateful person I know. So last year was very stressful for me in a way, but you know, I mm. was mentally tough and I was just, but my business grew exponentially. And I, I found myself at the beginning of this year with uh, a new baby, which is crazy stressful now, sleep, you know, sleepless night, working oh, at a business. That, yeah. Working in a business that just exploded in a good way, but now I'm so stressed out. Um, and I had the, the worst beginning of the year ever. Like the, the beginning of this year was, coming at me like a freaking hailstorm. It was a, a lawsuit um, from a troll. It was um, a, a client, the biggest client that said he's gonna cancel. It was another client that we like, which was my second biggest client that we just started working with that quit after a month with me. And like, I had like this major, and I, someone stole my aura ring at the park. Like those, all those things happened in like two weeks. Like, and you didn't even mention the rockets. <laughs> oh, the rockets came way later. Yeah, okay. the rockets came like just a month ago. But it was like at the beginning of this year, 2021, it just started like definitely off. Um, and I was overwhelmed. I was stressed. I was not sleeping. I was like, so many things were going on also in my personal life. Um, trouble, some things that came up with the kids, like with the wife. Like, and so many things that were just like, I was there and I was like, okay, I got to figure this thing out. If I wanted a successful business, now I have a successful business, congrats, Agi. Stop worrying about these little things, but now you're playing at a higher game. Why can't you be happy? What does this mean about you? Like I'm saying to myself, like, it's like, if you keep on growing, are you gonna keep on not being happy every time like this, like a struggle comes, like you said you're mentally tough, you've done 75 hard, all these things, but you're not really like mentally tough, are you? Like you're still kind of breaking down. Um, but I wasn't breaking down as much as I just wasn't happy. I felt mm. not happy, um, but I was doing what I'm intended to do and I'm supposed to do. But because I was overwhelmed and not so happy, I was actually not taking the action that I really needed in order to step up the bigger things. So I said, I'm gonna hire a life coach this time. I'm gonna hire someone who will make me more, be more grateful to mm. connect to my inner spiritual journey. Um, and that's who I hired. I hired like a, in one of the most amazing life coaches ever. And she's like, she's the best. Like she helped me so much since then. I think I'm so much more happier nowadays, so much more calm. And I'm looking at some influences as well that I see that are never took these kind of life coaches or never like, and they grew massively. And now they're some of our gurus, but they're never happy. Like you can mm. see, you probably can think about a couple of them, right? I think Chris is a happy entrepreneur. Like looking at Chris, he's a happy entrepreneur. But I, there's a couple of them that you can under, definitely understand. They're not happy with their life and they don't go to sleep. They're not like really happy inside, right? And um, I think that's such an, for me, it's the most important thing to be now happy while growing. And if any, anything comes along, being okay with a spiritual journey. So that's my coach now. Um, and also a coach at the gym. Because I don't want to break my back, so. <laughs> um, uh, I need to get into the gym. You, you guys, have, you, have the gyms opened? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. It's it's no. it's that low down my priority list right now. <laughs> right. Bob lives in Scotland, by the way. Bob's in Scotland. I'm in Israel. Yeah, it's when I see flat land, I start to get dizzy. It's everything's hills <laughs> here. Oh, crazy, man! I love. I, I gotta come to Scotland sometime um man so 
just to wrap things up, because I know we're like over time now, um, the, a couple of things just for anybody who's like listening, what are the questions do you think they have at the moment? I would say, how can I start? And I would say you, you need to use a bit of creativity. And if you want to move your business forward, just look for places where people like you hang out. And it's not going to be your local business networking places because that's where you will meet a lot of people who have businesses. But you'll also find that's where a lot of people are not growing because a lot of people, you look at their businesses, their businesses haven't changed in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You need to look at where are people hanging out whose businesses are growing and they're asking these questions. And yeah, like you said, it might be a Facebook group. Yeah. So that so would okay, be- that's one. Right. One and question. and I'll, I would add to that just about the law of attraction. Like let mm-hmm. the opportunities come to you. For me, just a, a, the quick story of how I got into Pat Flynn's mastermind. I was, like you said, intentionality brings kind of like the attraction. Like you need to tell the universe what you want. You need to be clear about what you want and the universe will bring it to you. When I was um, just a dead broke entrepreneur, like in debt, and I hired Kelvin with thousands of dollars that I didn't have. And I flew him over to Israel and he sat down and he told me, Sagi, what's your vision for the next six months? Where do you want to be in six months? And I said, if I make it, I'm going to be appeared on a book to be in on a podcast by two big names, either Pat Flynn or Johnny Dumas. And uh, it's a very long story, but at the end of the day, like I was six months after that, I find myself, uh, first of all, at the 10X conference. And after that was, uh, I, I was, uh, I bought a ticket to social media marketing world and all this thing I did with Kelvin. Um, and we were sitting in Las Vegas in this like diner um, and uh, just eating dinner and um, in one of the days of the conference. And he told me, Sagi, I know what's the big thing for you, next big thing for you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, masterminds. I'm like, what's a mastermind? The first thing ever, the first time ever I hear, I'm hearing about a mastermind. Like, yeah, but they're really, really, they're not cheap. They're like very expensive. Like, oh, let me know. What, what's that? Like, um, they're like closed group of people that are like are secretive and they meet together and they, you know, break each other's business. Like, that's the next step for you. And I'm like, wow, okay, I need a mastermind. That's when I kind of clicked on it. A week later, even less than a week, a couple of days later, I'm in San Diego meeting, talking to Pat Flynn, <laughs> networking with Pat Flynn. That led in two weeks time for me joining Pat's mastermind and being booked on this podcast. Crazy. Like, so yeah. opportunities, right? Like you just, you, it manifests itself. You, you say you, you don't have to know how or, or were just be intentional. I wrote Pat's name on a piece of paper. I didn't know he even had a master. He actually didn't have a mastermind. It was his first ever mastermind that he launched. Um, and I definitely wouldn't have believed that my odds to even getting into, uh, even on Pat's radar, not to talk about his mastermind, 12 people out of like thousands of, hundreds of thousands of followers. Like what are yes, the odds? As, as soon as you set the intention, the odds become irrelevant. Right, that's yes. it done so just yeah everybody just said the intention that would be um the second tip for you and how can i start okay one more question that you think they have and then uh we'll wrap it up i would say a question that i hope people are having is what's possible what could i make of my business what could i make of my vocation my enthusiasm how far could i take this and the answer is there are seven billion people on the planet. There's enough opportunity for anyone. And if you do set the intention that I want to go in this direction, I want to bring this value into the world. Mm. There's enough people in there that competition doesn't matter. Um, Opportunity doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your station in life is at the moment. It doesn't matter if you're cleaning kitchens in Romania, you can build an incredible business if you Mm. just set the intention and start taking action. Um, and awesome. I'd say that with absolute clarity because I've seen it again and again. Yeah. Where you are right now doesn't matter. I love that. And definitely, I, you know, I'm just like also living proof of that. Like, it doesn't matter. Really, doesn't matter. You can, um, I'd recommend one book regarding exactly what you just mentioned and also the whole mastermind thing. It's Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, if you yeah. guys haven't read that, please. I know. 
um, you know, yesterday. Yeah, it's a it's yeah nineteen fifties book I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is an interesting story, and I don't know if we have the time, but that book was probably one of the catalysts that led to us now speaking, because mm. I had a client who was a fish merchant. He bought and sold fish, but he had a side business as a wine dealer and Picasso print collector. Really? And I was, wow. I was in his house because I'd done a bit of work for him. Yeah. And he gave me his copy of Think and Grow Rich. And he oh. said, this book will change your life. Wow. Uh, and like, wow. it was a proper 1950s copy. I think it was wow. written in 19. So, wow. yeah. Crazy, man. You really so need to read that book. You, you, yeah, I still have it. That would be uh, worth gold one day. Yeah. That would say, oh my God. I lost the dust jacket, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's amazing. Man, like you are holding it to an original Think and Grow Rich copy. This is like buying a house. <laughs> I don't think it's quite first edition material, but it's old. Old is good. No, it's awesome. Man. I, and, and I think, again, like this book is like, we just can't, you know, to stress it enough. If you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, just go read it right now. Leave everything you're doing and go read that book because it holds the truth that we are talking about, about everything, like and about entrepreneurship being a spiritual journey as much as it is a tangible one. And in a tangible manner, describes the different ways of how you can start a mastermind, what kind of different masterminds are there and how you can grow and and it's just you know amazing so uh think and grow rich um cool bob man thank you so much um thank you so much for this i mean this has been i think a great valuable episode guys by the way if you're watching this and watching us please uh take a snapshot right now tag us on social media just you know post a story i'm joking <laughs> yeah uh, sorry. Bob, i i have one know? thing i would like people to do if they could head to amplifyme.agency forward slash roadmap, um, you can download my personal brand business blueprint, which is really the distilled wisdom of all the business owners I've spoken to. And it really is all the steps that they've taken to build their business online. So it really is everything you're going to need to start scale or just fix the business that you have right now. It's gold i awesome. put a lot right. of work into this um it's 20 pages of great roadmap so one second i'll just put the show notes here amplifyme.com slash roadmap right amplifyme.agency that agency sorry that agent yeah. that agency forward slash roadmap i'm putting this in the show notes right now for us to have that and um great so uh, one last thing, I'll end with a story, all right? So just like a very short story. Uh, you, maybe you've heard of this, but when I was 17, I went to the ocean, to the sea, to the beach with a friend. We just, uh, we didn't have school. We were studying for the final exams. And one day, instead of studying, we just decided to go play frisbee at the beach. And it was a beach without a lifeguard. We have a few of those. Um, and we just there, we just, we didn't even want to go in the water. We, we went with our swimming suits, we were just like said, okay, just let's play, play some frisbee and go back home. Um, and it was the middle of the work day. So nobody was at the beach actually. And it was not a vacation. So no more other people, it was just us. And then came like a grandmother with two of her grandsons. And um, at one point she let them play in the water with an inflatable mattress, two small kids. And they started getting carried away. And they started screaming and she started screaming and we were like, oh my God, what's happening? And we saw them drifting away. And uh, what we did is we just looked at each other, my friend and I, and we were just like in top shape, both of us, like 17 year olds. I was competing in Muay Thai, like I just swim for a bit, get them out and that's it. So we just started, we just let the frisbee and ran into the, into the sea and started swimming towards those kids. At one point we picked our heads up, you know, and kind of like just, take a direction and we're like where are the kids and then we saw we look aside and we see the kids got drifted aside and towards the beach and we're like oh uh okay that's that's good you know and and as soon as we said that and we kind of like looked at each other like whatever happened that's weird but you know let's swim back we were standing on, a, on the tip of our toes on the land you know, like you know in, inside the water and then something 
some incredible force, which to this day, I never felt in the ocean like that ever, like swept us off our feet and into the ocean. Incredible force. We just started swimming like crazy. Just, oh my God, what is this? Like, and we're swimming. And it's like things like just, you know, drifting us away. We swing one meter forward, you, you, you get like two meters back. Like it's just so much bigger than like mother nature at its best, you know? And um, at one point a, a wave came and swallowed my, my uh, kind of took us under and like my glasses, which you see I'm blind, but like I had like, just like sunglasses with like, um, with a number on it, but they, they fell up. So I was now like seeing a blurry kind of like land in the distance, just getting smaller and smaller. And my friend is like struggling because he was not in good shape as I am. And he was like, Sagi, I can't take this anymore. He went underwater. I came back, I swam and get him. Um, we're swimming like crazy uh, from what seemed like eternity. And I thought I was not going to make it really. I thought I'm not going to, that's it. And um, at one point we made it, well, obviously I'm here, but uh, you know, it was, it seemed like eternity, but it probably was something like 15 minutes of like swimming. We, we get to the land, we just lie there puking water. And then like, I remember just at one point we're just like looking at the, at, like, at, like upward, just like, you know, just lying there, just dead. And I, like, we looked at each other and like, I said, Adam, what was that? And he's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> And um, that later that afternoon, I went to meet with another friend for a coffee. That's what you do at 17 years old. You almost die in the morning and then you go for a coffee with a friend. Afternoon. All the time. All the time, yeah. Um, so I went to a coffee with a friend and we're sitting down and I'm telling him the story. This friend is a surfer. Um, and, um, and I'm telling him the, the, like the heartbreaking story of me almost dying. And when I finished the story, Instead of getting a, wow, man, are you okay? Kind of something like that. I get, Sagi, stupid asshole, really? I'm like, what? Like, are you stupid? I'm like, what do you mean? You know, you just, it's a riptide. You just swim a couple meters to the left or to the right, and that's it, you're out of it. Or you just let it carry you to the ocean, but then you swim back regularly, everything's good. You know what a riptide is, I see by your face, right? Yeah. So. Um, so I, I, apparently I didn't know like at 17 years old, what a riptide is, but eventually, you know, if you guys don't know, if you know it, great. But I, from my experience, a lot of people don't still don't no, know. Most, it, but... most people don't. I have a surf. I have two surfboards. I know. what ah, a riptide Okay. Is. Got it. Awesome. I also did search and rescue for 15 years. Oh, right, 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 right. You did uh, search and rescue. Yeah. So like, you're definitely like, yeah, but it's, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And that's really the thing. Exactly. So I guess, I guess the whole lesson of the story is. Besides now that you guys know what a riptide is and you won't get killed in the ocean, just, you know, search them on YouTube and learn about it. Um, it's the number one reason for drowning. Um, and it's so simple to get out of, but it's so massively destructive if you don't. And the lesson I learned from that is, and basically I didn't know that since then, but it just hit me like about a year ago or two years ago. Shit, it's that knowledge that you don't know that you don't know that can either save your life or kill mm -hmm. you and um i think that sums up our episode you know like yeah right invest in yourself or else and you know invest in that knowledge and those people that will be that knowledge and um and share that knowledge you know to help other people because that does save lives you know it saves your business it can save your life um and yeah I think you're absolutely right. I mean, that's a great way to close because behind every single business, yes, there's a business owner, but there's a whole family and a livelihood um, and a life. And yeah. these things matter. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, and there's so many things that we just don't know that we don't know, right? Like, so anyways, Bob, thank you so much, brother. It was so great talking to you. I'm so happy that we uh, that we jumped on this episode and you were so uh, spontaneous to hop on. I just told you yesterday, we we're just like chatting and like, Bob, do you want to get on the podcast and like tomorrow and let's like jam it out. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And so thank you for, for being spontaneous. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. And it, the funny story is that's exactly what intentional uh, intentionality will, because you don't know doing some podcast interviews is at the top of my list right now. Before we started talking, you were asking me about one sheets. Mm -hmm. and the reason i'm focused on one sheets right now is because i want podcast interviews and mm -hmm. here we are here we are 
See that? Thank you. You attracted me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you thank to you. all your listeners for enduring me so far. That was awesome, man. I, they did not endure you. They just enjoyed you. So, Bob, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners here. Guys, remember, uh, guys and girls, if you liked this episode, please write in the comments if you're on YouTube. Share it on, in your story. Just tag us. You can tag Bob Gentle, Sagi Schreiber, and mo- most importantly, tag commit first. It's pretty easy. Commit that first. You don't have to worry about any spelling or anything like that. But please, tag us so we can know that you enjoyed and got value from this episode. Uh, you can share with us your main takeaway or just take a snapshot and say, hey, people, great episodes. You should hear this and, and share it on the story. That's the only thing that we're asking for here. Uh, we don't have any kind of sponsors at the moment. It's just this. It's just, you know, help, help to other people and, and, and grow in that direction of value. So, Bob, thank you. Thank you, everyone. And see you on the next time. 